Welcome to the Life Refresh Podcast. My name is Ryan Robinson. And if you are looking for a podcast that is designed to uplift, encourage, and revive your heart, mind, and spirit, you're in the right place. Welcome to the journey of becoming the version of you God designed from the foundations of the earth. Now, let's begin. Hello and welcome back to Life Refresh Podcast. You know who it is. This is Ryan Robinson. I'm excited and delighted to share another podcast with you today. I want to, first of all, just make sure that you are subscribed uh, to this podcast. I'm excited to shift the format of the podcast a little bit. And I talked about this at the beginning of the last podcast, but um, what we're getting into is getting into more interviews. There are stories that need to be captured in regards to a life refreshed. I recognize that there are principles and teachings and things that we've done so far, but there's people that are actually living this. There are people that have actually gone through the processes. And many uh, many of us, if, if we're being transparent, have gone through it, but we we sometimes get encouraged by other individuals that have gone through something and have gone out the and have come out the other side better, more prosperous, more resilient. So I'm excited to really bring these uh, episodes to you. Uh, we have quite a few uh, interviews. One, and, and again, I'm not going to name any of our guests until they actually get revealed for the podcast here. But I'm I'm really really excited about what these interviews can unlock for you as a listener. Many times we forget that life refreshed or what is a life refresh. This is way in the beginning that we talked about, but there are many aspects and areas of our lives that actually are always being refreshed and cultivated. So if we're thinking about you have your your family, you have your faith, you have finances, you have your health and fitness. Um, you also have your emotional wellness, and then you have your spiritual growth, which is the very much a huge part that influences everything. But again, you can't be you can be super spiritual and not do anything active, and your health be <laughs> be terrible. Or you can be in great financial health, but have very poor relationships. So you need to have all of these. And every one of these areas of our lives require refreshing at some point. Even once you have defined for yourself what you think it looks like, um, then you end up having to redefine or refresh what that looks like. And again, life is always teaching us lessons. As long as we're alive, we're going to be learning lessons every single day. And uh, we need to embrace them. We need to embrace them because the version that we are now isn't the version that we are going to stay. And we need to be open, willing, honest with ourselves about the changes that need to be made because what worked in one season in our lives may not work anymore. And we need to be open to that. And hearing people that have gone, you know, have gone through their process and continuing to go through process is really uh, awesome to, to hear and talk about. So again, excited about those. Probably we'll see some time. We give it about a month or so. You'll start seeing some of these interviews pop up. So um, with that being said, let me just jump right into today's topic. Um, I'm actually going to start off with a story. 
is basically about what I was, what I've seen when I was a young kid uh, visiting family. My Aunt Mary lived in Oxford, Ohio. Um, Many of you know uh, Miami of Ohio, Miami University in Ohio is in Oxford. And I recall our family trips to go visit her. And I would remember driving up into campus. Um, At the time, it was a really big hill. (laughs) It was pretty steep. Um, It was very steep. Um, And then I remembered the bell tower. As soon as you come into the campus, I remember seeing all the pretty red brick buildings around and then even the brick road because it made so much noise. And I remember seeing all the people on our way to go see my Aunt Mary and Particularly, there's a UDF ice cream spot that we used to frequent on our way back home from seeing, visiting my Aunt Mary. And it was just a great, great experience for me just to see. I remember I would just get up out of the, uh, I would get up out the seat of my my car and out of the car and just look at just all the brick and everything. Uh, Fast forward, um, high school. I went to Oxford again, and at this point, my, my aunt had moved um, out of Oxford, Ohio, so I didn't go back until I started playing football. And my high school always had uh, a seven-on-seven tournament at Miami University every summer, and it was a great time. Like I, I loved driving into Oxford. I don't know what it was, but it just felt like college. It just felt good to be in a university, a space like that. And uh, I remember just telling my friend and my and uh, his family, I would love to go to Miami University. I literally had vision and visualized myself going to this school since I was a little boy. And I didn't know how I was going to get there. I had pretty good grades, but I wanted to play football there. Lo and behold, God made a way, and I ended up being able to play uh, at, or play football, be on the football team at Miami University. And uh, I met my brothers. I met my wife there. Uh, I've had some of my best experiences there. So why am I bringing up this story? The thing that many of us forget is that our standard of living our opportunities for growth, the aspirations that we have in our lives, the things that we desire to do, be, and in a way see ourselves is all built upon the level of exposure you've been given to a particular circumstance. So uh, I want to... I guess if I could title this, I'm called the power of exposure. Uh, and this, this may this may be a part one, part one of these of this one because this one's such a powerful topic that I think we negate and don't do it justice. Um. So, um, a couple things um, about the word exposure, and I want to again just use the <laughs> the Webster's. Uh, definition, but 
Um, it is the revelation of an identity or a fact. Um, it is also a photography term, which exposure means it is the, the amount of light per unit area reaching the frame of a photographic film or the surface of an electronic uh, image sensor. So it, the shutter speed gets determined by how much exposure, how much light actually gets into the lens. So with that being said, we are always getting exposed to new and frequent things. If you're a foodie like I am, I enjoy having a good dinner somewhere. And a lot of times there are places that I haven't been to that a friend might recommend or I might be with them and they say, you know what, let's go to this restaurant here. And the thing is, what they're doing is they're exposing me or in many cases we call it broadening our horizons and essentially being able to add a different experience to the very our very lives, really. Because the thing is this, once you've experienced something, you can't unexperience it. You, you take pictures of it to remind yourself of what that experience was like. You take the time to document it so that you won't forget it. But the thing is, you've lived it, so you cannot say anymore that, oh, I never did that. No, there's evidence now that you have now, the light is on. The revelation has been as the revelation has been and been has been sent. And you are now no longer in the dark that this particular thing exists. Again, there are both good sides and bad sides to exposure. But the but on the positive side of this, for your life personally, you have to be able to expose yourself to some of the, of the things that we aspire to do. One crazy thing that I would do, and you know, it's something I, I need to get back into doing, but um, when I first moved to Columbus, um, I didn't really drive around a lot. I just stayed in my particular part of the city, and that was what I, that's what I did. I just frequent where I was at. Um, I was challenged by my father-in-law to just drive around one day go a different route to work, uh, even though there's like two uh, at the time. But I was like, you know, that's a good idea. I'll just go ahead. I'll drive around, take a look and see, see what these neighborhoods look like. And one of the things that I found was uh, the, the city we actually live in now. And I just exposed, I, I just drove through. I had never seen anything quite like where we live. And it just felt like the next step. But what I did was I couldn't say I didn't know that it existed. Why? Because I drove through it. I saw it with my own two eyes. And at that point, my life became about how can I get over there? Now that I know that it exists and there's a possibility that I could be over there in this part of town, what does that look like to acquire? So I basically turned it into a goal. I would drive past that place every time I was on that part of town. If I was driving to the mall, I would actually go to the mall and then go by the spot and then drive through the neighborhood and then go back home, get back on the highway and head back, head back west. 
So I literally took the time to be and expose myself to where I wanted to be before, here it is, before it became a reality. Now, I already talked about faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Completely understand that. But the thing is, sometimes what we have to do is we have to see ourselves in a place before it actually happens. And unfortunately, what many of us don't do is that in order for new seasons and new things to begin, something has to end. And I'm going to speak from Ecclesiastes because this is super famous scripture that most everyone knows at this point. But I want to articulate this because a lot of this is exposure. And um, this book is, uh, this particular piece is written by uh, Solomon, who is the, the wisest man to have ever lived, as well as the wealthiest. But he's in this book of Ecclesiastes, which is a very um, lamenting kind of book of, of reality. So, so let me read this off real quick. This is uh, Ecclesiastes 3, verses 1 through 5. It says, To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck. What is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. And this is the thing I want to really get into the, the other part of this scripture. Okay, let me start the scripture over a little bit so that we can we can get this together. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, we'll start there and then we'll go down to maybe verse 10, 10 or 11. There is a time for everything, a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill a time to heal, a time to tear down, and a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones, and time to gather them, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search, and a time to give up, a time to keep, and a time to throw away, a time to tear, to tear, and a time to mend a time to be silent and a time to speak and a time to love and a time to hate and a time for war and a time for peace. What do workers gain from their toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race and he has everything. He's made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart yet No one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live, that each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in their toil. This is a gift of God. I know everything God does will endure forever, and nothing can be added to it, and nothing can take it away. God does it so that people will fear him. So I just read to 
verse 14. So if you if you're in your Bibles, you can go ahead and read that if you want to. But there's some wisdom in here when it comes to exposure. In order for anything to start, any kind of new beginning, there has to be something that has to end. So when you now are exposed to something different, that is essentially the end of something for you. If you have had, oh, I, I love Donato's pizza. I really do. I, 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 Donato's is a pretty good pizza. Now, this is the thing. If there is a better pizza out there that I you enjoy, like I say, if you had authentic uh, New York style pizza and it was incredible, you essentially now have leveled up your pizza eating experience. So now, now that you've had this amazing pizza from, you know, somewhere, then you go back to Donato's. Donato's ain't really hitting like it was <laughs> before because why? You have now acquired a taste for something different. And the thing is, it's because of that exposure, you have now leveled up your taste buds, your senses, your uh, definition of what great pizza or cuisine looks like now because you have now had something better. And this is the key to first, the first key to exposure is recognizing that things have time, but you can, but you must have an ending before you have new beginnings. Let me say that again. You have to have an ending before you start a new beginning. Exposure intuitively and naturally makes your current experience irrelevant once you have a new one. That's just the process of it. And we, and this is the thing, y'all, many of us don't like to do it because we don't like change. There's a cost that comes with it. People feel uncomfortable when there's change. They're no longer understanding what it, they want to know what's in it for them. They have been comfortable in their spot for as long as they have. They know what's coming. They know where to go. They know what the route is. They know when traffic's going to get bad. They just know and are so tied to knowing and having control of the environment and the circumstance that they're actually missing out on some amazing things. Why? Because they refuse to expose themselves to something new, therefore making them a beginner instead of making them the expert. It's really sad that some of us, and if you look in your own life, the areas that we are probably the weakest in are the areas that we haven't had the most exposure in. And as once you've once you've experienced it, you can't unexperience that. I just like pizza because I'm a ninja turtle at heart. Like I, once you once I've had a good pizza, it's really hard to go back to something like you know Papa John's. Not hating. I just had better pizza, even though they like better pizzas, better ingredients. I like Papa John's. I don't know if that's the slogan still. If it is, I don't, I don't. I can't tell you the last time I had a Papa John's pizza. But see, the thing is, I used to have Papa John's all the time because Papa John's was right by my house. We're back home in Dayton, where I'm from. So, I, I that one point that was the thing. But again, once you've had something different, once you've had better, you can't unlearn that. And many people don't want to pay the cost of unlearning what they're familiar with and therefore their environment looks the same the people around them look the same 
because they just simply didn't want to make a necessary ending to create a brand new and fresh beginning. You know, uh, we are going to have to do a part two to this one, but uh, keep it locked here. But as you're going through your week, whenever you're listening to this podcast, take the time to examine your life and the areas that are that are stagnant and ask yourself, why haven't I leveled up in this space and area in my life? Is it because I'm comfortable? Is it because I like the familiar? Is it because I can control the scenario and the circumstances so I don't have to question, I know what to do? Or are you fearful of the new, uncertain about what those outcomes may be? I think it's a good exercise to take a look at. But again, we'll, we'll get back to this. Part two of the power of exposure. Uh, Keep it locked here. I will catch you in the next one.